Because I love when we tell gay people about this because I feel like straight people when they hear you have three all three of you are gay they're like oh that's cool and then anytime we tell a queer person they're like, like that's crazy shut the fuck up yeah like, they're like it's, it's, they're like, slamming you, every door yeah. they're <laughs> dunking their what head do in the you sink mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we were talking it's about this weird. the other night where I was like I'm they put on running sneakers <laughs> yeah. hey Nico what's up Con? not much I love you I love you no homo mm, a little bit of homo for me just a little bit just a smidge from two guys who are never part of the boys club we want to welcome you to ours welcome to boys club this is our podcast about boys and about other things like their clubs and the things we were a part of hockey and we're not a part of bagels wait did you say we were a part of hockey I wasn't me neither welcome to the club boys grab a bagel grab a boys <laughs> I was like, what do boys eat? Hi, Nico. Hey, Con. How are you? I'm good. Uh, have you listened to, seen any boys clubs this week? Yes. My boys club. I'm screaming. Look how much I'm screaming right now. My boys club. Okay. The words ticketed event. Okay. That to me is a boys club. Well, yeah. And then we've talked about Planet Pride, how Planet Pride is a boys club. Because that's a ticketed event. It is a ticketed event. Mm -hmm. I don't mean Broadway. I mean that on New Year's Eve, if you bought a ticket to go stand in a crowded room, (sighs) feels high risk, that's a boys club. You know who did? Um... No, my sister no. Soph. Oh, out. I should shout known. out listener on the pod. I was like, we don't know any people like that, but so we my, do know one hot for, girl for our guest. My sister is uh, a recent college grad. She moved to the city. She works for Jimmy Choo, absolute business fashion slay, big slay. She's five eight. She's stunning. She's giving five eleven energy. Yeah, yeah. So all clip. Anyway, she's going to the she's going to some bar on the Lower East Side for New Year's, and she bought tickets for it. And I was like, "Girl, well for gonna, her, I think you're going to be incredible. in line." <laughs> for okay, all. here's where it made me think of it. This guy that I okay, I he probably doesn't listen to this podcast because he never cared about me really. But so this guy that I used to be like talking to, but then kind of like ghosted on because I was like, he's too chaotic. Strong guy. Strong guy. Okay. Yes. It's funny that that's what you remember about him. Yes, you're right. I just know the little details about their jobs or their physical attributes. Played right tackle, right. which I thought was really hot. Didn't right. mean anything to me, but I was like, okay. Um, but he asked me what I was doing, and then I said that I was like hanging out in Brooklyn, and then yeah. he said, "Oh, is it like a ticketed event?" And then I was like, "See, you never knew anything about me because <laughs> no, it's Couldn't not a ticketed from. event. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> a ticketed event. It's like yeah. you know, you don't get me at all. The last thing I want to do is pay for anything and wait in line." Absolutely. We tried to get a mood ring one night, and it was maybe $15. We went next door for free. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we're not doing that. Yeah. I just, I don't have the, I just don't have the patience for it. All the people we love have apartments. Yeah. And we're, we're not doing a ticketed event. No. I don't know who Ty Sunderland is. I'm sure he's <laughs> incredible. Okay, whatever. I'm sure he's incredible, but it's like, We do no. need to go to Tai Chi in, this, in the, that's one ticket event we'll go to. To break our boys club. Fine. To boys club we'll go to a daytime ticketed event. Okay. Okay, and so then... Um, Your boys club. My boys club, kind of similar-ish. We talked about this the other day. Is, um, like, those fancy movie theaters where they have, like, basically loungers for you to sit in. Yeah. It's like, I don't think you should be that comfortable in public. In public. Yeah. You know, like, really lounging Really out. sprawling out. That's a lot. I don't want to ever be seen horizontal yeah, by anyone that I'm yeah, not in love with. like a lazy boy. Yeah. I mean, and also it's like, they don't clean those. No. And people are just, like, lounging in them. They're sprawled. I I told you this. My the craziest part about those to me is the end of the movie, when when everybody suctions himself <laughs> off of the slowly, leather. It, it takes a full twenty seconds to hit this button where you're like <laughs> slowly coming back to life. Yeah, yeah, it's gross. And you know the people are just like farting oh, and like God, it's so gross. And like people bring their own blanket. It's, oh, that that's too much for me. It's and really then, gross. Like you know people. 
I feel like there are people now who like only want to see movies at those types of theaters, and you're like, let's just I'll I know. sit in a fucking Hillary Clintonites, yeah, sure, maybe. crunchy, crunchy <laughs> granola kind of ladies. Yeah, but it's like they're also more expensive, and it's just like to, to know. sit in somebody else's sweat. For- and the only candy they have is snow caps. I've honestly, I've always been wary of germs at the movie theater. I think I'm a little bit of a germaphobe sometimes, but when I was a kid, yeah. I would like full sweatshirt, sweatpants, and, like, keep the hood up so my hair wouldn't touch it. I still kind of do that sometimes. Okay, if I saw you in a movie theater, I'd be like, we're going to die. <laughs> yeah, we're now maybe I'd look scary. That's why I can't go see a movie by myself, is I'd be up, hood up, sitting in the corner by myself. Wait, but that's me, but I'm only hood up because I'm, like, fully have a lollipop in my mouth and I don't want anyone to see because that seems so crazy. To, to see be, you with a lollipop in the movie theater? sucking on a lollipop by yourself. It would seem like some weird voyeuristic thing, but it's really just like, no, this is my snack but of choice. But it's candy. I know. All right. I know sometimes you should look like the Unabomber instead of look like just a guy with a lollipop. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so that's my voice club for this week. Um, that's beautiful. Yeah. You ready to bring our guest in? Okay. Wait, you're going to do it right I'm going to do it. Okay. <laughs> Boys, our guest this week is an incredible stand-up comedian and actor. He's in town in New York right now from L.A. Uh, you've probably seen him on Comedy Central, among other things. Please give a warm welcome to Jared Goldstein. I also do some writing. And he, and he also does some writing. A little bit. And modeling. And modeling. Yeah. I've modeled. He's yeah. a multi-hyphenate. Mm, it's the best mm, thing to be yeah. in this so world. many hyphens so many hyphens uh, I recently was in a reclining movie theater yeah and um, just so happened sat down next to just about the hottest guy because I decided he was um, and my friends were being very loud and rude and he let them have it and I was like yeah honey get him <laughs> do not mess with my man we are laying down yeah. next to each other and this is my man it is intimate <laughs> yeah. it's intimate it's, it's so Intimate. And pretty soon yeah. they're gonna be like full beds, I think. You're literally like lying down next to a complete stranger. Yeah. And if he is the hottest man because you decided he is, then babe, good luck paying attention to Tar. Yeah. It's <laughs> all li- three hours. <laughs> yeah. And there's not always an armrest. Like there's an armrest like every three. Yeah. yeah, it's close. Yeah. It's actually the plot of Unearth We're Briefly Are Gorgeous. Are them a couch? I hope not. Probably. I love that little book. Isn't that the whole the whole book is them lying Which together one? naked? Am I wrong? On Earth, kind we're really gorgeous. No, I, I wish there was more of them lying together naked. Did um, you read it? No, you're burning me down. I read wow. excerpts. You read excerpts? So I went through this period of time where I was really into gay books because I read yeah. The Great Believers and was like, I only like books Wait, what that is about that? AIDS. The Great Believers is about AIDS in Chicago. Okay. And... I so then I was I'm like, like writing down Chicago where <laughs> AIDS happened in Chicago. Go AIDS figure. did happen everywhere, including Chicago. And um, so then I was like, what other books are about gay people dying? And then so yeah, that led there's me a to lot, like, and they're they're good. Yeah, there really are a lot. Have you, you that still read less? Have you read less? No, it wasn't for me. Well, you didn't like it. Here's the thing: I also read it after reading like the gay book, A okay. Little Life, oh. which hits so hard, and I'm for it. I'm yeah. like. Yeah, let's do it. I was just like ranting about it last night to a friend. I like, need to read that one. So many people don't like the book, and I guess that's their prerogative, but there's this sort of thing about like, it shouldn't be. And it's like, just shut up. Yeah. Just shut up. <laughs> so well, no I, one made you read an 800-page book. <laughs> like, true. go away. Like, I read it. Up. Well, I didn't finish it. I started it and then realized that I wasn't built for it, but I started it because I Googled Anthony's favorite book, and it was that. Yeah, I mean, I think that's how a lot of us found mm-hmm. our way to the it. Anthony. But that book. book I love a book that's like goes there and it's just dark and sad and yeah, everyone's too. dying and everyone I love it. And that book really does. And it's just I have never cried at anything like that. Like and I cry a lot. Like I'm not, I'm not like I don't like covet my tears or anything. Sure. But like I'm a poet. I was supposed to say I love <laughs> literally that I just poetry. 
Um, Don't cover those Do tears. put that in the intro. Poetry, comedian, actor, writer, poet. Poet. Jared Goldstein. Multi hyphenate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but um, uh, it just you. I I want. I hope you find a way. I hope. I hope there's a circumstance in your life where it makes sense to finish it because it goes so hard at the end and. Whoa. Is it truly 800 pages? It is. It's like 820 pages. Wow. Wait, I might go to but that But then here's the thing. Store. You think about it this way. Yeah. How many pages is Harry Potter? No, I was about to say, Too it's many. been truly since I was maybe a child that I read a book that, and I want to like... You literally feel like you page. read three books, and by the time you're done, you wish it was... 800 more pages Ugh. it feels like it just feels like you're reading a series that. it literally feels like a wait, series wait I'm honestly gonna read it because I was just saying to someone that I feel like and the person was my mom and I was okay. saying that I that. <laughs> yeah. well actually it was her recommendation I was like I feel like kind of like sad sometimes and she's like just get lost and you need to read more and yeah. she's like you need to read a book. a book Yeah, I've been reading more and it's been awesome for me I feel like my mental yeah. health is like because I'm not on my phone as much because I'll just I'll just read instead yeah which yeah. I'm not I'm addicted to my phone absolutely but I'm trying to be better about it and reading has really helped I think it's nice to be transported it makes yeah. you think about your own feelings and experiences oh. and emotions yeah. what other gay books okay thank you okay um great believers loved beautiful so are. sad um uh, uh, the prettiest star was kind of like about a gay son who died of AIDS. Spoiler alert, sorry. And okay. the mom. Um, one about in like Eastern Europe. Oh God, what was it called? I just, I read it. There's oh a yes, I know. There's a picture of me reading it on Fire Island. Wait, no, 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 no. But that, by the, by the guy with two G's in his name. You're yeah, Garth Greenwell. Should I read that? It's, it's good. It's dark in a different way. It's dark in a sexual sort of way that yeah. I was not like hmm. prepared for, but it is really good and a really fun thing about like getting into books is like if you um like post a story i love this book at the author they will respond yeah they get i have had a dm back and forth with hanya yanagihara herself wow yeah like you can fully like because it's like they're authors like they don't have like yeah no they're like so like yeah like they'll if you and that's the thing too because it's like then you're looking at your stupid fucking Instagram messages and that little bubble, you know that it came from the person who wrote this book. You have just spent two months just like, uh, uh, like cascading yeah. through your apartment. Wait, but it's at incredible. what point uh, in a little good. life did you become invested? It took a while. It... <laughs> I die. It took a while. It took a while. It took, honestly, probably like 200 pages before I like... But then those 600 pages, and then specifically the, the last 200 pages, are like nothing I'll ever experience in my life. That's so nice. It's amazing when you can really feel <clears throat> the book crescendoing. Yeah. And like, oh, you're, like, you getting feel swept, it. you're getting swept up in it. And you're like, I'm in it right now. So this and it's book. it's just carrying me. We're yeah. going to the bookstore after this on Bedford. <laughs> Do you know the Bedford bookstore? I, I don't. There's quite the a few Bedford over bookstore. here. That um, little one. Although yesterday I saw a mural that said, Books are magic. Oh. Something to think about. <laughs> yeah, and then um, it's a dream until it's a reality. Yes, <laughs> but you. the uh, the end of the book it is where it gets so ramped up, and I know I'm like I know that I can't read this in public because I uh, will cry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that I can't put it down. So I was just reading that damn book in an Uber pool, just sobbing in an Uber pool outside of a grocery store just in the world because I was like I'm finishing it I can't not finish it yeah. and I will cry and that's it and I'm just gonna cry out in the world like imagine like eight movies that make you cry all hitting you at once that's literally what it felt like 
We'll add it to our. We have a boys club book club. I was wailing. We gotta put it in the book club. We'll put it to the book club. It'll right now, the, the book club book. is bittersweet, wild, <laughs> which only wild, <laughs> which only you read. <laughs> only one of us has to read it for it to get in the book club. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's kind of and just if, we, if we've talked about it enough on the podcast, it goes in the book club. <laughs> we've talked enough about hiking and heroin that okay. wild that wild is, made it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, Re- and Reese Witherspoon on of the road. Yeah. Right. We should put that in the book club. No, because then I feel the book club feels too me heavy, and I don't want that. I'll add a book. Add something. Okay. Read a book, Nico. I, I'm reading no, them. I just got to give some. Read. I got to. You know what? I, I just read Fight Club. Oh, yeah. We can put that in the book. Well, that should be. That inspired. That inspired the show. I mean, that's show. literally the a thing. Club. Yeah. That that's inspired yeah. the show. Well, because I reread it. Excuse me. I never read it for the first time. I watched the movie. And then I read the book because I. I on TikTok, I found that the author was queer and I didn't yeah. know that. So I started looking into <laughs> it because I wanted to read. I wanted to do a queer reading of it to see if any of it felt gay and i wasn't really it feels more a lot more like anti-capitalist is kind of like the big theme fun. of it rather than like queer but it was fun to try to like be like is any yeah, of this gay yeah like gayish but it wasn't like i didn't go but like oh for sure that's what this book is about do you, you feel know? like it made the movie better or was it completely unrelated to the movie um i feel like i'm sure you guys have experienced this too anytime you see the movie first you can't really like read the book without being like well i'm picturing edward yeah. norton and Reese brad pitt in this. call me yeah. by your name I thought yeah. the movie was better than the book. Yeah? Yeah. I've never, I've never read the book. I won't finish the book, but you, I have you, it in my closet. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's fine. It's fine. I thought the book was, the movie was better. Okay. I watched that movie a couple months before I came out, and I remember being like, hmm. Oh, <laughs> Wait. Really? Yeah. Did that, like, affect you? Yeah, honestly, I, I have a joke about this, but the I read <laughs> Love, Simon, yikes, <laughs> like, right, like, the spring break before I came out, and it was, like, that week, I was like, okay, I, this sums up. Wait, you read Love, Simon? Yeah, it's a book. It's a book? Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't even think I ever saw the movie. Wait, what were you talking about? I don't even remember. Oh, oh, I don't know, I was gonna sing, I've loved you for the last time, Visions of Gideon, that's very impactful to me. Yeah. That song is insane. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. <clears throat> oh, no, I remember. Okay, did you see the shoes I wore when I walked in? Nike blazers. You have them now. I got Wait, those. I had them on too. I didn't even notice. Do you, you know why I got those though? Of because of Army Hammer in that movie is really? such an Wearing icon. Them? And I know he ate people or something, and I don't think he did. Something happened. Something Some, happened. Up. But he is such a style icon in that movie. I feel and like he, both him and Timothy Chalamet's, like whoever did the costume for yeah. it's great. It's yeah. so great. I mean, it's it's insane. The way like movies are just so like, especially movies like that, mm-hmm. are just so like. It's just the best of everything. Yeah. And you're want, and it's like there there's a scene where they're in a diner. So guess what? They're in the best diner on the fucking planet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the, oh, and you just thought they were eating eggs. No, those are yeah, the special the eggs and yeah. special but and it's like at top to bottom. Yeah. It's kind of annoying actually when I notice it in a movie where right. I'm just like, God, like you're just rich. I fucking hate this. Yeah. Like, but it is pretty sick. It is awesome. What else are you gonna do? You know, I, I was. There's been a lot of limited series out recently yeah and i think one of the reasons i like them so much is because it feels like a novel like it gives you the kind of the breadth of character that you can get in a novel whereas like a movie is a little bit more stunted and obviously like a a full multi-season series it's like it's bigger than it It would be like a series probably of of novels but i feel like that's what i liked about like things like white lotus because it's a lot more of a slow burn and it's a lot more about the characters white lotus talk about going there yeah it went Oh, that really, that made me so happy. I liked it a lot. That made me so happy. <laughs> and it's nice to um, have an end point, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, I can't, like, Euphoria, I love Euphoria. Yeah, it was Where's great. It oh, my God, the dad episode? Of 
the whole show is literally oh wait who do you think like for me it takes like a li- i mean it, it's a it uh, it takes a lot but also not that much for me to just get past the straight guy playing a gay guy thing yeah. and get him a damn get him all the awards is he good gay for him. no he's n- no guy is the, is the character gay yes yeah are we sure mm-hmm. i feel okay i'm like okay fine fine yeah the character's gay i wish that they didn't make him pedophilic that feels not great. Yeah, for the I know community. But I said W one time. I know, but I did like that one time. backstory. I liked yeah. that they got they went into his his life and the the car and the driving. Yeah. Oh my god, I was on the road. Oh. Yeah, I, that whole scene with the back. Oh my god, that was scary. Incredible. That yeah. was in. I could not take my eyes off the screen. I was that, like, this is yeah. that unbelievable. Mo- like every time you're watching that show, it feels like you're holding like something on a leash that's just like flying everywhere yeah. you have no control over okay it. now you're doing poems maybe this is a poetry episode yes <laughs> wait someone told me that they were really mad at i'm an alcoholic it's because of this room i think it's like, I know. oh my god was it someone on this podcast who was like hated hey, Rue? oh no it wasn't on this podcast huh someone said they hated rue and they just were like because she was like so bad and i was like you just like hate her because she's having a bad experience with addiction and that's yeah. real and like Oh yeah, you're less. I am interested to see what they do with the third season, though, because spoilers if nobody's seen it. But doesn't the second season end with her kind of like relapsing? I thought she ended it with her being clean. No, I think. It, but I, it was I kind of like remember. they really tied it up too neatly. Where I was like, oh, she's just like okay now. She had like a, I don't know. I think it does end with her being clean. The second season I felt like wrapped up too nicely. With Not that. with Maddie. No, no, but I meant specifically with oh, her storyline. Because yeah. like, remember she like has the whole thing with the woman who sells drugs. In that creepy yes, house, that, Martha. and that never kind of came back yeah, to bite yeah, her yeah. in the ass. And then, yeah. like, so I'm interested to see if that plays out in the third season. Yes. I, yeah, the fandom is wild around the show. Mm-hmm. I really feel that people think that it is a documentary. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's crazy, and I, the way, I feel like it's like launched Sydney Sweeney into just stardom, mm-hmm. which is interesting yeah. to watch. I don't know, like I love. Well, I feel fine about Sydney Sweeney. I did buy her lip mask, but I also think that True. she's problematic. But Okay, have I have we talked about why I think she's problematic? No. I'm mad at her because of the Blue Lives Matter thing, and I know that I'm not supposed to be. I know that people can make mistakes, but I feel like her, she made the mistake twice. Do you know the story? Her, like her family in the background yes. of a picture? Yes, and then she was like, not everything's political. And it was like, yeah, but Blue Lives Matter, that kind of is political. Yeah, and you just political. made it worse, and your publicist is doing a bad job. But people can make mistakes. Yeah, well, I listened so, just off that, and sorry to talk about something incredibly bro but I listened to a soccer podcast that I'm is. obsessed with. And it's these you British guys. So it's much th- media. I love it. I love it so much. It's these British guys who. Well, I was listening to it when they were covering the World Cup, but now I'm listening to them cover the English Premier League. And they do this. They're really great about. There's been a couple times they do like listener questions at the end, yeah. and sometimes listeners will write in and be like, "Hey, you spoke about this thing kind of in a bad way, like whatever, in a very like conversational manner." And the hosts are so good about being like, "Huh, we didn't think about that. Like, thanks for bringing it to our attention." Like, great. And okay. just, like, move on. And it's, like, yeah, that's how people fucking, I don't know. There's too much of, like, I feel like so many people, because there's so much bullshit on the internet about people just saying, like, whatever. And I don't yes. know, sometimes maybe going too hard on things that, like, people in public facing lives yeah. are just, like, whatever. I'm not going to engage with any of it. Where there, yeah. it, Sometimes there is stuff that you need to just be, like, oh, yeah, I kind of yeah. fucked up on that. Sorry. Yes. I had a friend be, on. like, don't read the comments. And it's, like, you kind of need to check in. Sometimes, You need yeah. a litmus. You need to check the temperature. You yeah. kind of need to sh- read the comments. Yeah. 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 It's hard. You don't want to tune out too hard because yeah. then you're just not even going to... I know. Exactly. Or you need to have somebody triage them for you. Yeah. Like, like, the ones you just need to take a at. glance. Yeah. Just yeah. take a glance. Look at the numbers. Yeah. yeah. It's doing. Yeah. Dave, was it... On, it was on this podcast, Damien told me that one of my jokes was... 
I don't think he said transphobic. Maybe he did. I don't know. But he said it was bad. And I was like, oh my God, you're literally right. And then I fixed it. I don't it think better. he said it was transphobic. Was this the thing about <clears throat> if you're queer or gay? No, it was, an- no, no, no. I do um, like that. That's a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> I have a joke that was like, it was so hack. It was like, it kind of just like got vaginas or growth. But like, uh, that yeah, wasn't yeah. the exact punchline. But the punchline was, it was about fingering a girl. As if that was the worst thing in the world. And then he was like that. You make it sound like vaginas are the worst thing in the world. And it's like, kind of actually like maybe thinking, like mm. set it up different. Yeah. Because we were talking about like how a lot of like, it's very, like there's a lot of like hack gay men comedians who do like vaginas are gross joke and it's like we're, we're, come on yeah 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 and then it's like and then i fixed it to kissing. i slowly back out of the room <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i know and on that day i got a nobel peace prize and i feel like i feel like you do a really good job of like inhabiting like a villain voice in a way that everyone understands is um like from a safe place yeah that's so nice you right? do that is that's it's such a good way to put that podcast. yeah yeah I love, by the way, I told you this after our show, but I love your joke about uh, short guys. Oh, so oh it's, my God. it's slipping through my fingers. Yeah, Every yeah. day I'm like, oh, I guess it's not going to work. But <sighs> wait, my oh, thought on so that was, funny. thank you. It made me look inwards because I am really anti 5'7 people. Okay. I'm like, like if a guy is 5'7, and I like really like this one guy that was 5'7, but I was like, but I'll, but you'll always be 5'7. And then I was like, am I wrong? I was like, am I fucked up right now? What were you just saying? How tall are you? Oh, 5'7. I'm 5'11. That's a great That's height. That's the best height. Thank you. I love it because it takes forever to say. It's the longest height. Yeah. It's like, you have really got to make a meal out of it. It's got like so many, le- it's two V's in it. It's like pure, it's like Vivica Fox. It's like yeah. just sex, like 5'11". I think that 5'10". Yeah. Uh, you, you're French when you say 5'11". 5'11". That's oh, beautiful. It is the perfect height. Like 5'10", 5'11". We talked about this, but it's not. It's the height nobody asks about. No one knows. You're yeah. just that height. You're not tall. You're not short. It's like you're having right. lips that are not thin nor large. Yeah. They're just... No one thinks about perfectly them. there. On your yeah. Face. yeah, yeah, yeah. Although know. it'd be fun to be six one, sure, sure. That seems like who hasn't wanted to be six height. one? Six one. People are opening doors for you. True. Because it's like if you say you're six foot, you're like maybe you're five eleven. Yeah. But if you're six one, you're at least. Six oh one. yeah. You're, you don't have to tell anyone you're six one. Yeah. They you know. Just are. <laughs> they, know. <laughs> they know. You don't Wait, gotta tell people. In 2023, the three of us are just gonna be six one. Do you know what I mean? Like just fucking be actually, six you know what? Honestly, that's there's six something six there. You're that's the closest not, one. Yeah, you're on to something. People have been telling me that my Wait, height. How tall are you? Um, no, you're the of between the two of us. I'm five ten, but I slouch <laughs> because I not because I have scoliosis because I don't retract my scapula. 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 I that, what's to, your scapula? I feel so safe I think here. here right? Yeah. Oh, of course you do. Oh, it feels here electric feel so to be hunched. It feels yeah. amazing. It feels here. so good. It feels safe. Like that's what I love about like um, being in a movie theater by yourself is that you can just you can like hunch. hunch and no one can see you and no one's perceiving you or wants to have sex with you or thinks you're hot or ugly. That's why we can't. That's we're, the dream. We can't do video for this podcast because I like to we're sit not like doing this. That. That's the reason. Also, what's doing a video podcast is stressful because I start playing to the camera. Yeah, and I'm like, wait, yeah, you. This is too many things. It's, it's like there's weird to think about. Yeah, yeah. No. I can't yeah. not think about it. I would be this the whole time. We can hardly edit the edit the audio. I don't think we're we not. Do no, it's so video. relaxing. There's something yeah. so relaxing about it. Just and then when honestly toxic. My favorite thing to do is listen to myself on a podcast. Mm-hmm. And you just you just it's like a, a little mini adventure for your ears. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, that's what I sound like. Yeah. After all these, it's years. so intimate too in your headphones. Yeah. yeah. All right, so do you listen about... to yourselves on podcasts? Well, we have to listen back to it's this to edit question. it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I definitely, honestly, like when we have, we've had friends. Well, we mostly have friends on. We always have friends on, truly. But yeah. Um, 
especially with like really close friends i've listened back to like jesse's episode before because it makes me smile to hear her yeah. laugh you know wait yes. that's really beautiful i always listen to this one 10 times i listen to it at the gym i laugh i cackle out loud at the squat rack but i was on one like two weeks ago that i or whatever I don't, it came out like a week ago that i will not listen to because I don't want to know what I said about bottoming. I just don't want to know. Oh, but it's out there. I saw it's out there. I feel. I still empowered. need to listen to it. Don't. Yeah. I don't even let me know. I think I'm gonna. Uh, if listen you, to it. If I mean. you, like, I actually I watched the part of the YouTube. Because <laughs> I wanted to see you. Was was it good? You were great. I just I saw one clip of me going off on anal sex. Oh my I god! Wanna I want to hear it. this later because I yeah. Are you? It's like okay. So I'm really big into side culture in 2023. 2023 is the year where I'm simply I'm just like yeah. I'm do not. everything else. When yeah. people say are you a top or a bottom, I say I'm side. You say I'm a virgin. I say <laughs> I'm a Christian <laughs> virgin. Mind yeah. your business. Yeah. I say you can put it in the vicinity, but you're not going all the way in because I'm hungry and I'm eating dinner and I'm not living my life in this crazy. Like I'm not doing yes. this anymore. I'm 28 years old. I'm I'm all about it. So I'm, you know I'm on board with you. But I was kind of like okay, so like this this thing came out. And like now everyone can hear this and I don't need to know all the things. I know it is such a thing of like just talking about being gay. Like you want to do it, but then part of you is like, I did it. Now I did it. And you want to hear it back and you're like, oh God, is anyone going to, you know, like worst faith interpretation, you know? Yeah. You know, when people are like outed on TV shows and then they have to be gay for the rest of their lives because they were like outed. Yeah. That's how, but this is a positive version of that. So maybe not that. Sorry if that hurt anyone, but this felt like this thing where it's like, oh, I'm really bizarrely glad that this is out there because now I feel like I can just fucking lead with it and be like, yeah, I'm not bottoming this year. Yeah. Instead of having to like, I feel like whenever I'm like seeing a new person, it does feel like this thing that's in my head where I'm like, crap, we're going to have to talk about this. I really don't want to have to have a lot. Like, I don't want to be fucked by this person all the time. Right. And it's like a thing. What I told you whenever so we were talking about this last time but like i do think it'll just it'll just weed out the people that are not going to be cool about that yes and you don't want to date those people anyway i don't want to date someone that wants hard. to fuck me every day it is hard although to, like all the other things so exhausting yeah to be fucked every day every day yeah no when do I, you eat um no you you no one you can't eat <laughs> am i crazy people think that i'm like over like that i'm overdue and i'm like no you literally can't eat and i don't know also everybody you know is a little different and maybe yeah. you can't eat i can't eat i had to like i eat weird i didn't eat disorder for like ever i guess <laughs> probably right now but like i still eat weird yeah. like my stomach is florida i'm on the other side of orthorexia but honey we were living yeah I mean, yeah, we yeah. weren't. That was kind of the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Didn't eat at a restaurant for a year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. restaurants are really, I would say that's the weirdest, how it manifests itself now. Yeah. Is that I'm really bad about eating something that I can't count. Like, I eat plenty of calories, whatever, I'm yeah. nourished. I'm really weird about just, like, food that I don't know what's You don't know it. what it is. Yeah. Huh. So restaurants are hard. Yeah. Because I have to assign something a number or I can't put it in my oh, mouth. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But I am in therapy, and this isn't a sad story because no, I'm, it's a, I think it's I think it's, it's a hero's journey. We're on page two hundred. Yeah, honestly, journey. right? It's like yeah. give me eight hundred more pages. This yeah. story's not done yet. Okay. Yeah. Yes, this is. There's a more to life. it. A yeah. big life. Three big lives. Yeah. Three huge lives. Yeah. Um, should we start asking our questions? Oh my god! Wait, what's a boys' club? What's that you a boys' are club not in? that I'm not in? Is it like should I say something that I kind of want to be in, or just you can. simply one I'm not in? Yeah, can literally anything. anything. And it can I mean, okay, fine. Sports. Sports. Yeah. Whenever I watch sports, I am blown away that this is. I'm literally like looking around and I'm like, so this has been going on the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because that's a while. Especially football games are like four hours long. They're four hours long. Yeah. And there is okay. I was watching a football game with some friends, and there is a new 
quarterback of a team mm-hmm. that is like he's being like set up on the road to be like the new one. Sure. And like fully the main character of football. Joe Burrow. I think so. Blonde, tall. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like Cincinnati. also like psycho handsome. Yeah, he plays for the Bengals. Yes. Yep. Yes. Burrow. Okay. So okay. So we're watching this game, and the camera. Have you have you watched football recently? Like around. Okay. The camera work is perverted. They stay yeah. the this man Joe Burrows. Mm-hmm. The camera time he gets versus all the other players. Mm-hmm. It's 90, 90, 90, 90 to 0, 0, 1. Yeah. The camera is on the man, which really you feel like the hand of like the NFL. Yeah. It's almost creepy. You're like, oh, this is a literal billion dollar machine that has decided this is their star. Yeah. Honey, get out there and shake your, your, yeah. your dance for us. Wow. And you, the way they film him, he's not even playing football. He's not talking to anybody. There is just a camera on this man who does not know he's being filmed. Mm -hmm. Wait, what makes him interesting to people? He's like the... You want to say? Well, he's like the new... He's going to be the new hot, like, Tom Brady, Eli Manning. Is he a Trumper? Level quarterback. I don't know. It's hard to know. say. He's young. So they're maybe, all so young. They're all, like, yeah. 23. So it's like, they're, they're not even legal to vote yet. Wow. <laughs> yeah. He's young. He was, yeah. he was, like, a star in college. And then, Where yeah, did he go to school? Like, turned, Iowa. No, he went to LSU. That's um, the scene. And they won the national championship go when Tigers. he was the, a senior. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then now he's at the Cincinnati Bengals, who historically bad football team that he is quite turned around wow yeah. so it's like a yeah but you're so right that it's like a story and they're like yeah this is the handsome new guy and it just so happens he's a knockout 10 yeah. out of 10 yeah it's like he's a handsome guy too he has okay. a square jaw he's doing a lot of work for them yeah 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 and they are like it's there's a mutual agreement there and it's just wild because i'm like i i, I just truly don't ever watch it so to watch it i'm like i feel like i had the the the, the sharpest eye mm-hmm. to be like wait this is weird Totally. They just filmed this man. He does, right. He's not talking. He's not looking at the camera. Why are you, you filming watch it? it enough that you're so phased out. By you that. literally like, like feel yeah. like you literally feel like you're in a locker room and you're just staring at the hottest guy in the locker room. Yeah. And that's what every Hoan in this country is watching all day. Yeah. It's okay. like this is wild. Football is incredibly homoerotic. I feel incredibly. jealous because in I love shocking. It's yeah. real. Wow. And I they just, love to like just prop up. Yeah. Like you're. And it, like it's so funny because like. Tom Brady was like the big guy. Yeah. Now he's kind of crazy and losing it. Yeah. Going through a divorce. Trumpy. We're anti-divorce on, on this pod. If you get no, married, you have to stay. He retired, then went back into the NFL, and his wife was like, "Please don't do that. I would like to, you know, you to not get hurt stay and like, home. have a family." And he said yeah. no, and she was like, "All right, I'm divorcing you." <laughs> so that's why we're we're not anti-divorce. We're anti. The kids miss you, Tom. But like they've been looking for who their next guy is going to be, yeah. and it's so obviously they're like, "This is our." It's one thousand. Yeah. 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 And it's only a matter of time before he's the next, like, get him out of here. Yeah. Because also, we keep picking the same person. Right. It's like, it's such a weird thing that we do. We, like, pick these celebrities, mm-hmm. and then we shoot them up to the moon, and then three years later, we go, can you believe yeah. their political yeah. affiliation? And I was like, yeah, this is who you picked. Yeah. You picked this person. You picked them again and again and again. and again. It's, like, it's like if you have yeah, a friend who keeps like. dating a bad guy, yeah. you're like, babe. The call's coming from inside the house. Stop mm-hmm. picking this person. Stop dating guys. So, yeah. yeah, just you see like the cycle of it, and I'm just like, please, can we please skip a few and look in the mirror and go, how are we contributing to this? Yeah. My favorite part of watching football mildly on Christmas Eve, well, I thought it was too 
halves. It's four quarters. So it was twice as long as I was expecting. I thought, <laughs> I was like, there's going to be a tie. And they're like, no, there's four more hours of this game. Yeah. But um, it's, it's when they try game. to whisper and they cover their mouths. Oh, and they, so you can't but they half ass it. And I'm like, everyone can well, see it. It's like, do it or don't. They don't want people to read lips to know the play. So they cover their face. Wow. It's a lot of, it's a lot of singing and dancing going on. It feels like you're watching Men at War. I only ever went to one college football game, by the way. And it was a Wake Forest game. Did I tell you this? Yes, you did go to that. Yeah, I went yeah. to one college yeah. football. It was at your school. I wonder if I was, I was there. looking for my Angelou the whole time because apparently she worked there. Did you know this? She, I did know that. She was an English professor and now there's a there's a dorm name after her. My Angelou dorm. The my Angelou residence hall. Where wow. are you fucking tonight? My Angelou residence hall. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wait, the nicest one. This reminds me of when I would be in Bed Bath & Beyond, which is a place I frequented, and you would see like moms pick out mattresses with their college girls, and it was or not like mattress covers, mm-hmm. and I was like, this feels dark. Something about this feels dark. Like your kid's going to school and you're picking out bedding for her. And it's going to be crazy when she's there. She's going to get fucked on this. And it's like, I don't like this. Or she's going to do the fucking. Give her that. Or she's going to she's gonna fucking rail someone on this. I hope. Yeah, you're right. Good for her. Your Slam kid's queer. Yeah. Do you, um, are there any sports that you are like, what, what do you like? You like gymnastics? I start crying. Like I love gymnastics. Any of those like Well, what sports? you said were Okay, here, I'll tell you. Okay, here, I'll tell you one. Um, okay, one morning during the Olympics, I wake up. Summer, winter. Winter, mm. yeah, and I, the fact that I even had to think about that it's is elegant. so ridiculous. Because um, I'm gonna talk about ice skating. <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, I was like, which one is that? Huh. <laughs> Summer or winter? Um, so I open up my MacBook Air, um, and I'm like half of half awake. I'm just this is the first, just like give me screen, give me screen, give Mama screen, and I see an article that says, um, "Is Adam Rippon's butt fake?" <laughs> I don't know who Adam Rippon is, and I'm like, oh, let's. I'll be the judge of that. Let's let's find yeah. out here. So I click on the link, and then it, it takes me to just a video of him ice skating to a Coldplay song. And <laughs> oh, the song is oh yes. Mm-hmm. I used to watch it. I okay. like religiously. My first reaction, I, I I'm just woken up. I'm just pure. Is that id? I don't know. Yeah. Um, he he comes out onto the ice and he's wearing this blue like sequined, mm. really just gorgeous, but a lot. Mm-hmm. And my initial reaction is, no 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 no, you can't wear that. They're gonna make fun of you. That's too gay. You can't wear that. And then he starts skating, and I no longer am looking at his butt or caring if it's real or fake. I'm just seeing this gorgeous talent do mm-hmm. something he was born to do. Mm-hmm. And you hear, and also I don't really understand. I don't have like an understanding of what is like challenging about ice skating. But what I do hear in the, in the judges voices is awe. Yeah. And they're in awe of what he's doing. And it happens to just be gorgeous. It's, it's ice skating. Right. Yeah. It's a beautiful song. I start sobbing because this man has just healed some furthest back new corner of my internalized homophobia that I didn't know I still had. And it just sent me. And then I just was obsessed with this man um, later met him and it was it was just heaven it was heaven oh, was, he so nice? cool. was he nice so high. nice he's His exactly how he seems crazy. he's so charming and funny and just great and I got to tell him every I just told him I was like I don't care I'm telling him everything I said one morning I woke up I opened up my MacBook Air and there was an article that said is Adam Rippon's butt fake <laughs> and I said I'll be the judge of that and I just told him the whole story and he yeah. looked like shocked that I was telling him the story but then just to, for, to go where I was going was just like you're so talented and like you you're wow I don't even have words for it. I'm just like I just I just I get quiet and I look at him and I go you know yeah and it's just like that's mm. there incredible. was this moment where he kind of became this like 
celebrity yeah. personality. Yes. Where he was just like a cis gay guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like in the, gay the, guy. Where Kathy Lee and Hoda were like, oh, I have never talked to a cis gay guy like this before. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, and he's an athlete. Yes. Okay. Where he was like yeah. really talented and. I feel like that did, I, and like my, he hated Mike Pence. He was like, fuck Mike Pence, but then just like kept. Oh, yeah. That was the yeah. guy. But he was, I feel like he did probably a lot for yeah. queerness. Well, so I go like, back to that performance and. I gotta watch it. Ugh. It's like ice skating, gymnastics, diving. Big for gay guys, too. Yeah. Huge. Tom Daly. Oh, Tom Daly. sure, mm-hmm. sure. Tom Daly, who has children and there's is a, married there's to. There's a professional a soccer player who's gay. I I'm, I felt like I was late to the Tom Daly uh, like affinity group, um, but then I realized he's like 24. He's really he's young. young, and I was like, married? "Oh no, that's he's fine." He was like, just like 17. He's right? married 18. to the guy that I was like, "Why is everyone looking at this guy?" He's a I think his guy. husband yeah. made milk. Am I correct? Yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. His husband's like older. Yeah, I forget if it's okay. Dustin Lance Black or Lance Dustin Black. Wait, I, I was going to say Dustin I don't want to try to say his name. It's one of those. Yeah, it's yeah. for sure one of those. Milk Some variation of that. Really moving, really moving film. Who plays Harvey yeah. Milk in that? Sean Penn. Sean Penn. Uh, Sean Penn. A straight man. I did not know Harvey Milk when I saw the movie was from my hometown until he says it in like a motivational hometown speech in Woodmere on Long Island. Ah, yes. Uh, and and I, I was like, oh my, that movie was already going to shake me to my core. Mm-hmm. And then when he just goes to all the boys in Woodmere, I was like, huh? Me? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. sat about a reclining chair. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in that moment. Wow. That's funny. And then there was Dallas Buyers. These were all the important moments of gay history. Yeah, and Dallas Buyers. Was Dallas Buyers come out. a gay movie? Well, it's about AIDS. Okay. Yeah. Is he gay in that? Is Matthew McConaughey gay in that movie? No, no. It's, like it's a movie about AIDS. About I think people. it. He gets. He, I think he gets it intravenously, like from drugs. Oh. If I'm not mistaken. An AIDS movie about straight people. I know. And then it's also like Jared Leto. Wait, that is like Rent. That's our complaint with Rent. I mean, come on. That rent should be about gay people. Oh, interesting. But it's about straight people. Right, because it's, it's the East Village in the 80s. Did and you guys watch 80s? the Andrew Garfield? Speaking of late to the party, I didn't whatever that. that Andrew Garfield movie was. When he's like... Da, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I know. What is whoa. that? And that's so... You remember that, right? He did that whole... Like, he sang He's in, in a movie about singing. It's about the guy who wrote Rent. Yeah. And the guy oh. who wrote Rent, I think, wrote it, right? No, something like No Day But Today or some, something Yeah, like that. I think it's a play. It's a it's a musical that he wrote that, like, either About flopped right. or he never released it. And it was, like, his life story. Tick, tick, boom. Maybe. Tick, tick, yeah. Boom. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I never watched it. No, so I watched it. I was like, he die before Rent came out? Yeah. Yes. Like, the day before. <sighs> Brutal. I know. Gay guy's so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> it is like we JK. <laughs> JK. I will think about that all night and tomorrow morning. <laughs> Should I cut that? <laughs> that Wait, do you remember the movie that she was in with, um, I don't know who it was, but it was about this guy that was dying and he was deciding who to give all of his organs to. And it was like a love story. No. No. Doesn't it sound interesting though? It sounds like a Grey's Anatomy it, it's, it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Grey's Anatomy. I feel like it was a Will Smith Anatomy. movie. Wait, uh, it was so good in a way where they like they could have never predicted it would have gone on for twenty years. I know, and they couldn't. Also, what, I think there was a thing where they switched from film to digital, mm. and we lost a lot. We yeah. lost a lot. Yeah, I day. it launched Catherine Heigl. Launched her to yeah. what? I don't know. She was so good on that show. Yeah. Wait. Damn, I cut she was his good. Elvad wire. I did. I people did are gonna get tired. And nobody helped me. The book club. <laughs> oh my god. I didn't. No one helped me. I thought I was a surgeon, but I'm not. So I quit. So I quit. It's and then Bailey. What does Bailey say? Is oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes. Oh wait. And then and then yes. and then what happens? And then and then it ends with Meredith looking at Derek and which feels crazy because it's like name? 
some guy, some loser Skip. that didn't make it. Because it's like, Trip. who cares? Like, we were here for Izzy. We don't care. Like, I love Meredith, but it's like, that's not the story. It's so good. What was they that guy's need to name move again? him. That line really got me. They need to move him. What was the guy's name? You have to watch Dusty this. or something. The boyfriend? Um, the Denny. G- Denny. Denny. Dusty yeah. was close. Denny, yeah. It should have been Dusty. When he said, I choose you, Izzy Stevens, I went, Pokemon. Guys, come on. There's <laughs> no one in the writer's room? You can't. Yeah. I, I feel like you. they were so incredible at here's the problem and i think this is why the show goes so off the rails they were obsessed is you know i I was i just yet just yesterday i was walking down the street and i was thinking about the line i just didn't want to be the girl with cancer is that the line something like that i just wanted one night i I pieced out around season five which is no this is season like two hey the chief's niece remember she has cancer wait do you want to know why I don't know what you're talking about why because do you want to know how I experience Grey's Anatomy most intensely is, is through it like TikTok reels YouTube compilation videos animal? of like the, the most heightened parts with oh them. wow so I did watch, watch it scored underneath with the fray <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that you can't even hear like the dialogue wrong. Wrong. yeah oh. and it's like really bad like kind of sepia footage yeah like, <laughs> doctor with crazy yes. like fade out cuts it's yes. like and there's like a, just a gossip girl <laughs> mixed down in the mix and you're like huh? and there's like a it's like clearly somebody's iMovie project because it's like thanks for watching. Yeah, <laughs> that sparkle font. Yeah. Wait, did you watch Skins? Mm. Okay. Do you remember season three? No, I didn't watch it. We didn't watch season it. three of Grey's Anatomy. Oh, where Christina Yang was going to get married and then she doesn't get married, so then she cuts the dress off and then she says, "I'm free." Oh, was that season three? Was that not as impactful? That's too? when I started to kind of like back out. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're still going. They're still going. Yeah. I, I mean, there's I a chance they found a whole new thing that was working. I just don't know about it. Yeah. I mean, it has to have I was just so in love with seasons one, two, and most of three that, like, when it started to, like, I felt it, like, shifting away from me, I was just, I had to run. Yeah. I had to cut and run. I was like, this is too painful. I can't. Like, the fairy episode was really There's hard. a fairy crash. There's a fairy crash, mm-hmm. and there is CGI that is, like, Ooh. Oh, when you go back and watch it, I bet it's horrible. It's rough. What was I watching recently that I have, it was like, oh, I, I watched, I had uh, the first Harry Potter movie on the other day, and the CGI when they're playing Quidditch yeah. is so bad. It's so bad. It's like, so crazy how it ages so poorly. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. I can't, it takes you out of it immediately. But immediately. Yeah. Jumanji, there's a scene where the monkeys oh run it, like run into the room. And I was watching with a friend, and we both viscerally went, Ah! <laughs> when the monkeys came. It was yeah. so nuts. It's, but then you watch Jurassic Park holds up. How yeah. did they do it? Yeah. No, it Steven really Spielberg. does. It really does. It's crazy. Well, it's Also, it's a, everyone's screaming. It's a combination of CGI and practical effects. I, duh, I know. But the CGI itself does not look weird. No. You know what's wrong with most CGI? It's too lit and it's too wet. Mm. Like, because they're trying to show off how HD it is, but like our eyes don't see that HD. Yeah. So like, Every CGI animal or something like just looks too wet, and yeah. like there's like suddenly there's like a bounce light on it, and right, that wouldn't like a, be. A so like let it. it be a little blurry. Like yeah. life is gets a little blurry sometimes. Yeah. You know, I don't know. That's that's my that's my hot takedown of CGI. Yeah, life does get a little blurry sometimes. That was scientific, right? Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, I feel like I was never, I was never like, an adventure monster, CGI Star Wars movie person. And that's bad. Why is that bad? Well, because I feel like I, I, I felt like it was yucking people's yum to say that I just like wasn't period. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're kind of just like throwing a fit right now. Yeah. <laughs> the thing with the podcast is there. you always have to have a take. You have and to it's throw just like, a fit. 
You don't have to have a take. It's you okay. always have to have a take. Yeah. You always have As to have a take. As a gay guy, that's kind of a thing. Earlier we were talking about Pokemon, you, you were like, you have to have a take. It's like having, so yeah, sick. Yes, earlier. Have a take. If I show you a picture of Karuchi Tran, you have, you to. have to be uh, beside yourself you with something. You like, here's something I'm going to say, and it has to be funny. Yeah. Earlier, you were talking about Pokemon, and you were like, Connor, do you have anything to add to this conversation? And I was like, Babies died once in Pokemon because of Pokemon That's things. okay. No, I know. Oh, no, I thought it was actually a fascinating addition, but it did take me such a long time to get there. I was like, what do you know about Pokemon? What do you know? Like that. <laughs> so now I'm just like, CGI! That's, a, that's okay. You don't have to know about all the things. That is like, like sometimes we'll, I'll talk about. I want to free all gay men of that prison. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god! Wait, because we talked about how Slay. Okay, so Slay is the new Woo Girl. You know how people are like, Wait, woo. what was Woo Girl? I miss Woo Girl. So Woo Girl is a girl woo. who, like, when there's silence or she doesn't know what to do, she goes Woo. But we were saying that like Slay is like what like the queer gay, people yeah. used to be like when they have nothing to say but yeah. they can just be like slay and yeah, yeah and a, it kind of gets a laugh yeah and it's a totally acceptable thing to fill the space with yeah um, it's kind of nice it's like a little crunch what was the one before it it was um work you better boots. work people started saying boots I was like cause now they say slay the yeah. house down boots I say hell yeah all the time hell yeah had a real moment where I was like oh this is a full cheat code I say like it if too I, you often. just say hell yeah you, you someone starts laughing yeah. you say hell yeah so much that I thought it was cool for Gen Z cause you are Gen Z and then I started saying it no I just say it cause I have nothing else to say and I, know, I, catch, I would catch myself saying it when I was nervous yeah and then they, people would laugh and I would just go life is a lie <laughs> you know it's like oh god yeah. yeah it's kind of like things like that I think are groundbreaking to straight people Mm. Not all of them, not every one of them, but like, it's like, it doesn't feel so yeah. done to them. For a while, people fresh. were saying, I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Oh, and yeah. there was a straight guy who literally thought I invented it. And every time I said it, he like doubled over with laughter. <laughs> and I didn't have the heart to be like, I didn't make that up. Like, oh, it's, it, we, we talked about this. Every like, time I said it. You know, when you get into, when you encounter typically straight people who like, are just like a really easy conversational laugh and for whatever reason just like love what you have to say. <laughs> I do love that. And they laugh so easy at something like kind of a, and you're like, oh, you thought that was good? Like, yeah. we are in for a good night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Roll your sleeves up. I was like, oh man, I, this is going to be You start hard. bombing with your yeah, material. <laughs> oh my God. No, I had that recently. I was at a, a party, like a little house party and there was a girl who I didn't know but we met there and I was just chatting. I said something and she laughed so hard and I was like, oh, this is gonna be a great. Night. It feels you think when you get someone, so it feels so good. It's like being back in like yeah middle school. Yes, like it's like it's like king yeah. of the lunch table. Yes, yeah. it's like your first sexual experience. You're like, <gasps> yeah. it's happening. You know, it's like you just make someone laugh casually. You're like, <gasps> yeah, still got it. Yeah, still got literally, it. you're like even okay. when it's not written off the dome, yeah. still got it. Yeah, to be enamored, to enamor someone. Yeah, to be enam- to, for someone to be enamored. Your Philly came out that. To be enamored, but enamored. we're going to get a hoogie from the store over there, Connor. <laughs> Mega. Mega. Throw it in. Oh, Mega. Throw it in. That'll be the new one. Mega. No, but when they, people started saying boots, boots, I wasn't ready for that. Like, oh, boots, like, like boot, sleigh like, boots. Yeah. I, I didn't know that was a thing, and then people started saying it, so, and I was like, I caught yeah. me so off guard. My favorite part about watching uh, Untucked is, like, watching these queens, like, use that language, mm-hmm. but deadly serious yeah you know like they're without an ounce of levity they're arguing but it's like slay the house down boots mama <laughs> like all these things but they're just pissed yeah and they're just punctuating their anger that's so funny it's so funny i like i, I wish i could perform it but i i guess I, it's sort of in i don't have it it feels like a lie when i say slay like it feels like i'm trying to be something that i'm not but i can't stop doing it yeah 
One example is, but you are not that kind of girl. <laughs> you know that one? Wait, what's Untucked? Untucked is like the after show or like the side oh, show, yes, like during the show. Yes. Where the girls are just kind of like unleashing their stress. Yeah. And sipping on one vodka crayon. Would you, wait. Parallel to Drag Race? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I feel like Drag Race is a boys club. Sure. Do you watch Drag Race regularly? I did. I watched seasons two through ten, and then I just had to move on. But it, I wish them all well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never watched it. My it's roommate watches it. It's an incredible show. Yeah. I would yeah. get little bits of it, but I never became invested, or I could never talk about it with anyone. Say, I, I just, I have, I have like a limit. I have a limit. Yeah. It's, I hit the limit. And also now, because shows are just on for so long yeah. now, in the way that they haven't been, um, Housewives, I watched that show since I was in diapers. And I'm done. Yeah. I'm just done. It's time for me to move on. And then the same with, and this one, this one kind of hurts. Great British Bake Off. <sighs> I've watched, I've watched like 10 seasons. I have like a 10 season thing, like yeah. eight to 10 seasons. And then I just, it's time to move on. You're so right though that like, so for now, shows will be on for so long. It's like, wow, I started this when I was 15. I can't, I, I'm not the same person. I just don't have I it anymore. And anymore. then it's kind of weird too because it's like a lot of these shows have taken on a second and third life mm. and to be on the outside of what I was once on the inside, I mean, talk about some child acting stuff. I'm like, I used to be you. Yeah. But I'm not anymore. You know? Oh. It kind of feels like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like a Survivor. ghost revisiting my past or something. Right. I was six when Whenever I Whenever someone says Salt Lake City, I'm like, Wow. Wait, did you watch the Salt Lake City one? Nothing. I've not watched it in years. I watched. You couldn't pay me to watch it. I only watched the first. And I love it. Like couldn't three episodes it. of Beverly Hills. So I was really late to the Real Housewives party. Yeah. I've um, never seen any of it. Wait, the first three episodes you of Beverly Hills are good. I love Kardashians. The old though. ones. Yeah. Wow. I was a late. I was a late adopter. I, I the, never the only one I watched up. was the Hulu one, and everyone was like, "You're a freak. You shouldn't watch that." <gasps> no, I love it. I've never... every time they, they they went to Good American Jeans, I was like, "I'm in." <laughs> What's I've happening never, with good American jeans? I've never, Tell me! I've never seen Keeping Up, like the original. I've seen like snippets, but I've never watched it. But I started watching the Hulu one with friends. Like we would watch it every Thursday. And it was, it's so funny. I do love Kendall's spirit. I'll say that. It's, it's just like. When she sat down at the end of the episode, and she was like, so I had COVID. I was like, queen, <laughs> mother. She is mother. Yeah. We're all saying that. <laughs> I feel like they're so raw. And honest. And also they edit themselves, which is fine. So we edit ourselves on this podcast. Yeah. So like there are times, I'm going to say this to people, like last time there were a couple things that I said that I had cut out. So like you don't, you're not getting an unfiltered version. So, which, so but like, but, but you're getting that, then a, we'll never know. a largely unfiltered version. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of you saying that. Yeah. Thursday, no. A lot of these documentaries now, they just are propaganda. Yeah. Right. And it's so crazy too, because I'm like, I feel like it's making me sound like a Trump person who's mm. like, this is fake news. Yeah. But it's like, you watch a lot of these like pop star documentaries and stuff. And you're like, this is where, you know, we're getting your take on this. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I love about the Kardashians. Like you said, it's, they make it. So it is Kardashian propaganda by Kardashians. Like, yeah. It's so fascinating. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Demi Lovato's documentary was like that. What's her documentary called? Uh, where she sits know. down and she's like, last time I was here, I was on coke. Riveting. Yeah. I was riveted by that. And it was like. The gay is... friend on that. Yes. Riveting. She's and interesting. She's, Demi... been through, she's been through a whole lot of lives. She has. She really yeah. and she, but And it's like, even when she's showing herself not in a favorable light, I still feel I'm like, okay, but this is all to make, to give you a story. And yeah. like, 
it's your you're editing this you're producing this you're choosing the narrative yeah literally everything that you see i mean that was my experience too and i want to get too in the weeds on this but my experience watching the Her- the harry and megan documentary oh. i was like just i was like with oprah they had an interview okay but now they have a, a six-part miniseries Wait, on Netflix. Wait, my mom asked me if I'd seen that. Yeah. It's really something. Okay, sports. Let's go to our next one. Yeah. Um, so what is a boys club you are a part of? Currently. Um, or ever have been. Ever have been. That's a, that's a bit of an easier one. Um, and I've actually never told anyone this before. Exclusive but I then. was a child actor on Broadway. JK, I've told that so many times on so many podcasts. <laughs> I can't shut up about the fact that I was on Broadway. That's awesome. What shows were you Yeah, in? it was pretty cool. I was in A Christmas Carol. At Madison Square Garden, they play basketball there. Cool. Tiny Todd, that's not right. Wow, no, you played Tiny MSG. Tim. That's so cool. It was really cool. It was really great. And just doing like musical theater, it's just like so many gay men. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like very young, and then like figuring that out, and I was just like surrounded by this thing that I was like kind of trying to avoid. Sure. So how that was, old like, were a you club. when you? Eleven when I started. Cool. Mm-hmm. You sing. I sang. Yeah. So you have an angelic voice, is what we're hearing. <sighs> I might. Yeah. I just might. Wow. Um, I don't sing anymore. Um, after my voice changed, um, I truly just never worked again. Uh, and and now I do stand up. Cool. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Did you like? How did you? How do you go from being in like your probably local productions to getting yeah. into? That? Um, there's an open call for the Lion King on Broadway that your mother sees <laughs> on the Today Show. Awesome. You go. Um, you almost get it. You don't get it. Mm. You cry, but you pick yourself up and you start and you try and you go get a manager. And that manager um, is intense. <laughs> and you say yes. And still in your life. And she says, take your braces off and you go, rip. I'll take them off right now with a wrench. Um, and uh, and then that's how you start. Wow. Do you she still know said, this don't manager? don't do braces. She was, it, that was such a funny part about it. Like, I'm 11 years old. I'm in I'm in the, this office, and I have braces on that I got put on six months prior. Yeah, fresh. I, and this manager cannot, for the life of them, understand why I have braces. <laughs> and then they go, "But why would you put braces on him if you were going to start acting?" And then my parents go, "Because we." We didn't know we were going to start acting. Yeah. It's all, it's kind of really bizarre. It's happening quickly. And yeah. That's why we're here. Could not wrap their head around. But why, why are they sitting here with braces? How would you put braces? And I'm like, <laughs> like we'll take them off, which we should not have done. And it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> we should not have taken them off and it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> oh, but we did. Yeah. We didn't know better. And we took them off. Um, and then, um, and that was that. And then we started and, it was like so fun, um, but it's just like so many gay men. It's so many gay men, and then when you're just like a closeted little gay child, it can be a little stressful. There's like a version of it where you go, "Oh, this is actually really positive for you to have like a lot of good role models." Yeah, uh, and that is true, but that just was not how I experienced it because I was just so freaked out about like my future. Yeah, that I was just like, ah, ah, ah. yeah, it was like all around me, you know. That's so true that when you're closeted any representation at all or mention mm-hmm. at all of like any sexuality it's just like ugh. yeah you're just like get away like get yeah. like can i please how do i just be 11 for the next like 15 years yeah because well, when you're in middle school you don't even want any attention on you no matter what yeah regardless you're yeah. just like don't look at me don't think about me like to admit that you have any sort of 
desire for anything feels horrible. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. I still, to this day, like, I don't know how people just talk to their parents about, like, dating. I'm like, and then you just feel normal about that? And you're oh, not people who, like, earnestly, so uncomfortable and so angry? You know, I know, like, I knew girls in college and stuff who, like, would talk to their mom about, like, like about their sexual escapades. And I was like, Ugh. And honestly, that's probably so healthy and good. Wait, but I, I just don't come from that at all. It's me. At all. Hi. You do. I literally just told my I dad on the phone this. the other day. You seem like you have such a lovely, healthy relationship with your dad. I think they I just like close. I just like have never been able to hide anything from my parents. <laughs> I can't hide anything. Right. So I like literally say every thought that has ever come to my brain, and I just literally said to my dad on the phone, I was like, I'm so glad that that video came out of me talking about being a side because I'm just like don't want to have penetrative sex ever again. I feel empowered, and he's like, good for you. And then it's like, I feel like he, and he does like internalize and agree with that. He's like, yeah, this seems exciting for you. That's You don't need to like pretend. Yeah. I was like, yeah, thanks. That's it's, great. I, I yeah. mean, if he's got, if Tell he's got parents three, about your sex. Okay. But then okay. he's got three gay sons. He needs he to know He needs this to stuff. know why pure he has is three on the gay account. sons. Both of his brothers are gay. All yeah. three of them are gay. You're all gay. We're all gay. Oh, there's a whole new context to this now. Yeah. yeah. You're all gay. We're all gay. We're all gay. Do you remember? Did you ever see Meet Me in St. Louis? Yeah. Okay, there's a line in there where the brother's going to take the two sons. And they sisters. say, my three sons are all gay. My three sons are all gay. <laughs> she says, they're like, one of us going to the dance with our brother is is one thing, but two of us is a freak show. And that's how I feel literally about my three brothers. It's like, it's cool to have one Wait, gay Wait, you're kid. all gay? I mean, my mind is still blown. should have one blown. gay child and that's it. Do you know anyone else with all gay siblings? Not with three. Well, I don't know if anyone else. Yeah, so three. Maddie's brother's gay. So, so that's two. Two. Okay. And, yeah, but something about three really three is really jarring, and it's like Maddie's a queer woman, her brother is a gay. Wait, man. that yeah. is so cuckoo. I know three. What was that like? Gay men. Well, Capital I G, feel like Capital I was like the one Talk that was like boys for club. sure yeah. gay. Like I did theater. What is the age difference here? Nathan's twenty four. Sean is thirty, and I'm twenty eight. Two 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 four. They took four years off after me. They needed it. Wait, what? They needed it, yeah. <laughs> oh, so there's, between you, you're the middle. 30, yeah. 28, 24. Turning 25. Oh, I see, I month. see, I see, I see. Yeah. Okay. We are all gay, though. We came out in birth order. So I actually think it a little bit fucked me up, because, like, I feel like I was ready to come out when I was a junior in high school, but my brother just started college. So my brother, he, he like, comes out, and I was like, what the, f- that was supposed to be my fucking thing. That and- was literally me meeting the blue Power Ranger. Yeah. Someone, like, gushed to him right before me, and I was just like, Ugh, what he said. Ugh, yes. ruined the People moment. just walk around taking moments from us. Yeah. And so that's how I felt. I remember being in the cafeteria in high school being like, fuck, I don't really know what my move is here. Because- I love when we tell gay people about this because I feel like straight people, when they hear you have three, all three of you are gay, they're like, oh, that's cool. And then anytime we tell like, a queer person, they're like, like that's crazy. shut the fuck up. Yeah, like, they're like, it's, they're it's, slamming it's, every door. Yeah. They're <laughs> dunking their head what in the sink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we were talking it's about this weird. the other night where I was like, I'm they just, put on running sneakers. <laughs> yeah, I'm jealous of you. Some because it's like when there's if you're at home and all of you guys are watching a movie and a gay character comes on. Yeah, nobody's thinking about it. When you're, it's just you. You're like everybody's thinking about me right now. It's just oh me, my all god, on all the heat's on you. It sucks. Whenever there's a gay person on a thing, I'm just like, <gasps> and it could be. Any I hold type my of breath gay. until the, it could be they're any gone. Type of gay, and they're like, okay. It's like no, no. It's not even. It couldn't be further from me. Wait, it's true that I feel like I don't exist in a single non-queer space because even my home is gay. Yeah, you're right. You're never the odd man out. That's, you're outnumbering them. I know. Whoa. They're in your house. I know. That's a gay house, and they're straight in it. That's that's incredible. Yeah, we've taken over. Yeah. 
You do have to wonder, though, like, why is this? Is this because my dad stayed <laughs> home? Is it because my mom worked a lot? Is it because my mom's ovaries? Yeah. Was Were all of our ancestors gay? Hard is everyone know. gay? It's, it's Yeah, it's hard. really interesting. It really is. Yeah. Were we simply empowered to come like be think about it and, yeah because i think i think that there are, obviously there are more people obviously everyone's on it. sexuality is a spectrum mm-hmm. but it, you do just think Wait, like go how off. much we have to make yeah <laughs> you know? okay now you're doing poems <laughs> we're all taking turns doing poems but it's like how i feel like there are so many people like back where i'm from that just like probably have never thought about it and it's not that they're closeted they just like literally don't think about it yeah it's like the guy with the that you talked to the party just like not yeah yeah about it yeah didn't think about it yeah yeah we like really thought about it incredible yeah i was always super gay you think nathan was like (laughs) sorry me too Um, how does he feel about that being the third of three we're all really different personalities like my Older brother's a lawyer, so he's not doing anything over there. And then my my younger brother's in PR, (laughs) and then I'm an artist. So it's just like we've gone like three really different. Yeah, but I feel like if I was the third to come out in my family, I'd be like, be like, what? They're not gonna believe me. I can't be. I can't be. There's no way. Yeah, I was just like, this sucks because I think it sounds so hot to have a straight brother, and I'll never know what that's like. I got one. You know and that what? sounds incredible. It sounds so hot to have a straight brother. Yeah, he's my cool straight brother, and all of his friends, and they're all like, oh. well, like cool, and they think yeah. that I'm. Yeah, really I don't know. I think yeah. I'd probably have a slightly healthier relationship with. Not that I have an uh, unhealthy relationship, but I think it w- I would have gotten there faster with straight guys having a healthy relationship if I had a straight brother. I think you have one sister, straight sister. I got two straight sisters and a straight brother. I know your house for has... now. They're young, so we'll see. Okay, mm-hmm. it's a spectrum. Well. It's kind of all of them. I feel like your house really is very straight. It's so straight. They're all so straight, and I'm like double gay. I'm jealous. Wow. <laughs> I'm jealous that you have so much straightness in your house. I'm. I'm. Oh, no. 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 It seems nice. Because then I talk about things, and they have no idea what I'm saying. Soph's an ally. Soph's an absolute. Because she listens to the pod, she's an absolute ally. But, yeah. Well, yeah. no one in my house knows who Julia Fox is, even though they're gay. So like, <laughs> I still feel like I'm wow. like my own branch of. Something. Even your younger brother. He doesn't know. He doesn't know Julia Fox. What does your younger brother do? TikTok boy. He works in um, communications for like politics. Okay. Political things. He's very nice. He's an ENFP. They're DC gays. DC gays, which I think is a different. Have you been to DC? I have, but I don't. I'm not enough to know what a DC gay is. Okay, I do not know. Okay, to me, DC gay. A lot of closeted senators. Yeah. Whoa. Okay, that sounds kind of fun. (laughs) Well, okay. So one time I went on a date with this guy that seemed really broken to me, but he worked at J.P. Morgan and was going to get his master's. Hot, I know, but it wasn't worth it because he also was. I decided fat phobic, but anyway, oh, sure. before that happened, he was, he said he couldn't paint his nails for his job. Like he wouldn't paint his nails for his job. And I think that's all the men in DC. Like, it's just this like, yeah. kind of like one type of guy that is like, kind of like uh, stuck working for the man and, yeah. and then goes to Vita fitness, which is like a gay gym over there where they all like go and work out and pump iron and then fuck in the sauna. Yeah. I don't want that. It is so hard. It's so hard to see, um, like and uh, someone who has my own internal homophobic flare-ups uh, to see it in other people, it's like, ooh, it really, honestly, in a weird way, it helps me because then I go like, oh, that that's the answer. Just don't, don't, yeah. just don't. Like, just be gay. Just be gay. I'm gay. I sometimes I'm really gay. Sometimes I'm less gay. That's it. Have you seen 2007? So much cooler to be gay too. Movie Evening with Claire Danes and Hugh Dancy. 
and Patrick Wilson. Hugh Dancy. Wow. So beautiful. Right. Okay. Yeah. He's like gay in this movie and he's closeted and Claire Danes is like mad at him and she says, date men, horrify your parents. Like, <laughs> and it's iconic. That is so, so funny. Horrify your parents. And she says it in her face, like with her face, yes! her Claire Danes face. Oh where I, was like, oh my, I love her so much. But what you just described actually is beautiful and I forgot that that was a thing that existed where you said when you see someone who's just like kind of closeted. Or, just, or an out gay person just have a moment of like, maybe it's a nail thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like any gay thing and you kind of see them kind of... Um, like cloister a little I mean, bit. I mean, it was a big part of that movie, Bros, where he wanted Billy Eichner, who was annoying in that movie, but for other reasons, to be like less himself. Yeah, less, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because I feel like whether it's queer comedy or the fact that we live in New York, whatever, it's like we are in queer spaces all the time. Yeah. Like, I don't know that I'm in any like straight. But do, do you ever feel, I sometimes, and then it's like, not sometimes, not a lot, um, feeling homophobic. Around other gay people, like sometimes mm-hmm. it's not—it's not because of a straight person. Like it's—it's it's like I'll be with three other gay guys, and they'll will draw attention to the fact that maybe I'm in a skirt or something, yeah. and then I get a little nervous, and I get a little like, oh, yeah. and I and it hurts, and I wish I didn't. And then sometimes I see I see it happening in others, and then I go, oh. Ooh, yeah. don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know, because sometimes we kind of bully each other as a joke, yeah. you know, within our own community. But it still, like, hurts. You know, yeah. you still do kind of go, like, fuck, I guess I'm gay and that sucks. Yeah. I mean, we do, yeah. like, I. Yeah. we all have moments, I think, where you are a little bit, you, your internal homophobia comes out, even if it's just in your own head about something you're seeing. But it, it's yeah. definitely coming from a place of being, like, don't do that. They're going to, like, they're going to yeah, know yeah. they're going to hurt us. Something's going to happen. Like, why are you acting like that? Yeah. And it's, like... Yeah, I, 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 that happens to me all the time where yeah. with other, mostly with other it's trans crazy people. How I'm just like, oh my God, they blah, 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 you know? And it's like, yeah. you don't have to be, you can uh, be proud of who you are. you are 13 again. And yeah, you're like, and you're just like, oh. oh, this is coming from such a dark place of feeling really, really And scared. as a 19-year-old, it's kind of crazy to go back six years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is beautiful. Yeah. Show, don't tell. Yeah, I feel like that is, it's so funny, like those are such... Okay, I remember in this one time I was in like fourth grade probably and this girl, Kelly Sucker, who lives in Brooklyn because I looked her up on LinkedIn, she said, Connor, look at your nails. And then I looked at them like this. Oh, said, you did it the wrong... Well, that's actually the... Yes. Yeah. She told me. She said... The right how, way. How men... She said, oh, cool, because if you were a girl, you would have done it this way. And I don't know if she did that to everyone. I literally... Fa- I failed that test yes. in sixth grade. Okay, no. wait. Why are they doing this and to us? And also, here's the thing. Not only did I fail it, I went like this. I'll reenact it. So uh, tell me to look at my nails. Look at your nails. Huh? Look at your nails. Okay. <laughs> you see what I did? Like I went the wrong way first, and then realized that they were trying. And to then I and then I was like, caught the trap. Wait, like just trying to course correct, but it, it already happened. Wait, and these are moments that we both Nobody remember, ever asked and me. that's crazy. That's yeah. like, like they were they hit us. They not, hit. We're not. We're doing fantastic, obviously, but like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're on a damn podcast. I feel like to walk around as a gay kid is to just have like. Blah, blah, like literally oh literally oh, left and especially right. because middle school was just like truly just trying to figure out who like trying to trip trick you into admitting you're gay all yeah. the time oh yeah. yeah 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 so much everything was whenever people would say oh, but then even like as a teen like when I, I for me it got even harder when i got to college because then at that point like i don't know i guess because i was around more like gay people my age who were like also drinking mm-hmm. and 
just the absolute like one time I was on like this like rooftop party. It's a college. I'm a freshman. I'm on a rooftop party. Oh my god, it's happening! And then this gay guy who was in my one of my classes runs up to me and screams in my face, "When are you gonna come out already?" Oh. And it was like truly like five days into school. Whoa! And I'm like, I just felt like Felicity like with her tape playing in the in the thing, and I was just like, "This is," and I literally just like someone was like, "Huh?" He like walked away, and I just like pretended it didn't happen because what else are you gonna do? Yeah. And then like the same thing happened again like two weeks later. I'm in, we're all in a room, and then someone just goes like, "Well, we all know he's gay," and it's like. And then you you can hear a pin drop in the room. But all, what do you do? What yeah. do you do? I just pretend it didn't happen. And then I just forever go, I'll think about that forever. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell uh, this story on a podcast one day. I'll tell it on a podcast one day. <sighs> yeah. Oh, it's so brutal. It's so brutal. It's so brutal. Oh, it's so it's so hard to be. I'm like, I don't know. I, I didn't come out until I was a C, a, end of my junior year of college. And it was a very straight school. Like, I was, like, one of the only gay people there. Mm-hmm. But, like, I do wonder if it would have been harder if there were other queer people around who were, like, out earlier who would have been, like, doing that if that would have been yeah. probably worse. Yeah. <sighs> the words, can I ask you a question to oh. me? Do you get those? Did you get that? <laughs> Universal yeah. experience. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, actually. No, I, people didn't ask me that because they just, I don't know why. But, like, that, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like... What? Can I ask you a question? Did you get that a lot? All the time. All the time. And Can it was I ask you a question? And then if it wasn't, the, the re- it was usually, are you gay? Or yeah. And then if it wasn't, the, like, the release of the weight coming off your shoulders was like, oh, I escaped one. <laughs> I like that. This wasn't a crisis. But it is we like live to see another day. constant fight or flight. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Be nice to your gay kids. I know. And each other. God. Right. Mo- the, most of the boys clubs are somehow related to mean coaches or theater directors, all of whom were horrible. Yeah. <laughs> the Adults who are using kids as pawns in their projects. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I decided it's too late for yeah. them. Yeah. I say as a coach. I say as a Pilates instructor. You're part of the problem. <laughs> I'm part of the problem. Getting mad at these kids for not being good at soccer. Um, I know it's not their fault. Harry, But Harry Joe never got mad at me. My soccer coach's name was Harry Joe. And he, he said. <laughs> Harry Joe? Harry Joe. There was Hot Joe and Harry Joe. Well, it was Clean Shaven Joe and Harry Joe. My head was like, Hot Joe, Bad Joe. Uh-huh. But Harry Joe was almost like Connor's a drama. Where's I think he said this before. Connor was a drama king, and he's like more like drama queen. Ugh. And then I was like, I can't believe that's I'm twelve. So mean ah! to say to a kid, I'm twelve and sad. Oh, that's so mean to say I to know. a kid. Yeah, but I think so. okay. Well, okay. This is kind of negative. The world's dark, but it's dark. But I think dark is beautiful. I don't know what your voice sounded like when you were younger. Yeah, but I had a very gay voice. I'm so, okay. Now this is. Can I ask you a question? I'm Please. Like, Oh, no. it's like the same level, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, what's what's coming? What's coming? No, what's coming? <laughs> but it would be the kind of thing where I would be so hesitant to like. It's kind of crazy that I'm a comedian now with my voice, but that I would. I, I hated speaking. Yeah, like I became so like guarded, mm-hmm. and I think I probably still am. It's probably why I'm like a weird dater, and like relationships are hard because like there's so much that like I'm probably guarded with you in some ways. Like, do you feel like I'm like a guarded shelled person? No. Good. So I got over it. But for a long time, I feel like I was very like, would try not to speak in public spaces. Yeah. I remember they asked me to read in class or something. I'd be like, fuck, now I'm going to talk gay. Yeah. And everyone's going to know when you just want to like, yeah. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. You know what? You were where it comes up. Like sometimes I, I will realize that if I don't have any lines, I'm an incredible actor. <laughs> and then I realize it's because I have an insecurity about the sound of my voice. 
And do you think that's a gay thing? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You have a beautiful voice. I think it's I think it's a number of things. I don't think it's just gay. I think it's also like honestly, I think it's like a Jewish thing. I feel like it's like there's just like too many like inflections and I and I'm like and like people on TV talk like this. They <laughs> yeah. don't have inflection. You know what I mean? It's like they, yeah. everyone just talks so normal slash a little hot. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like that's not how I talk. And I'm yeah. like it took it took enough of it to be like, why wait? Why am I so good at acting when I'm not speaking? And I was like, oh right, because every time I talk, I get a little bit like, how do I sound? What does it mean? Yeah. Is it banging around in my head the way it's banging around in there? Is like, you know? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Like, what do I sound like? That's a horrible question. It's such a. Oof. Yeah. I mean, I. But then I listen to myself on every single podcast, <laughs> and I'm like eating it up. But I'm yeah. like, go, go, the substance go, is amazing. Go, 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 <laughs> something go. About the... <laughs> That's me listening to me on a podcast. You have like, um, <laughs> like a Terry Gross kind of timber to your voice. Thank you. Yeah, you have yeah. a lovely voice. And this is fresh air. Yeah, this is yeah fresh air. Fresh air. I um, my voice has changed quite a bit over the last year because of testosterone, and I will like sometimes like watch old videos or something or even from not even that long ago. And I'm like, I can't believe I was out speaking to people like this. Oh, it's the dis- yeah. it's horrible. I'm like, I can't believe I ever was just walking around being like, take me seriously. Yeah. Oh, I mean, obviously it's like internalized shit, but it's like, it's horrible. Do you think everyone hates their voice? No. That's yeah. A- I think to some extent, but there's for sure like an added element. Queer. for queer. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, for, yeah, sure. yeah. for sure. Yeah. 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 It's- yeah. Because it's like your first tell. Mm -hmm. To be loudly different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about this earlier. I was, um, did you watch the new Game of Thrones? Mm -mm. Do you care about that? Okay, so there's, basically there's a character in it who's who's gay, and his- We both fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm talking about gay guys, okay? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Perk up. No, so there's, oh, sorry, Cactus. Um, There's a a character in it who's gay, and the- Obviously, it takes place in like a mythical land, <laughs> but um, it is like kind of like old, you know, middle medieval, whatever. And he's married to a woman to cover, you know, because they have to. And she's like, I know, I know you're gay. That's not a problem. Like, you do your life. You live your life. We're married, but like, do your thing. And I was talking to Maddie about it. And I was like, oh, like, I feel like people try to convince us sometimes that like it used to be really bad. And now it's better. And it's kind of as, as a way to like, you know, excuse their own learning curve. Oh, but it's like yeah. there's actually always been people who have been good about it and people were better about it when it was harder, you know, and like people I think people yeah. try to erase that and 1, it's like, there have always been people who have been good about it. And yeah. on the flip side of that, they're kind of creating a picture of a world today that is not true either. Exactly. Like, exactly. Uh, yeah. Slow down. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 It's yeah. Like it's you know, it's getting better for everybody it was slightly slowly at yeah. different rates. But like, yeah, there have always been people who have been like cool with their queer people in their yeah. lives and also to say you know with coming back to the voice conversation i think about you know people back in you know ages ago who probably did have some sort of like tell in their voice and it's like oh my god that must have been so jarring in a right. time where it was like people really were much more rigid ready to presented go themselves. Yeah. it's so it's yeah. so crazy i was talking to a straight friend of mine and he was like um my girlfriend doesn't like when guy when she, and she means straight guys, but she doesn't like when guys wear white pants. And I was like, it's a hell. Your life is hell. For straight men, that's, you can't wear white pants? You what? Yeah. I'm like, all the things you can't do. It's like, that is so... Oh. We were just talking with Bridget yesterday about all the guys who straight men who like don't even know what kind of cologne they want to wear. They're like, what do women want to smell? It's like, brother, what do you want to smell like? Yeah. You know, own your own person. 
But then I guess on the flip side of that too, it's like whenever they do wear something kind of gay, everyone's like, you know what? Actually, you've just invented something and I love it. Yeah. Yeah, and that they is get too much credit. so annoying. They it's get like, too much credit uh, for doing too little. little oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's so annoying the way that happens. They the wear a pink shirt. Care is low. Yeah. Like, yeah. as a gay guy, like, you can't wear a scarf, honey. <laughs> you just can't. Because you're just like, gay. Yo, you're wearing because you're gay. Yeah. Because you're gay. But a straight guy putting a scarf on, you're like, okay, yeah. fashion? Yeah. Wait. Okay, man with fashion, actually? That is how I feel about... <laughs> there are certain things that make... I'm standing up. I'm like, I'm drunk. I feel like you're... I'm more... <laughs> I'm very feminine. I've decided just now, but I, <laughs> I there are certain... episode 40. We're learning things. So like, I don't like lean in. Okay. Other than my nails, but like, I don't like lean into like, like I wouldn't wear a scarf because it's like, I don't need help being feminine. Like I already <laughs> yeah, look feminine. Sure. Like I, it was sometimes just... it's cold and they look beautiful. I know. Yeah. And so I feel about an earring. It's like, I don't need to, f- I already am that. Yeah. So it's like, that would make more sense if I were, is this bad? What they were saying? Yeah. I don't know. No, but I think it's, it's like everyone's like, honest. everyone's own like, because I think it's like a <laughs> gender <Keeping that>. um, <laughs> presentation thing. Yeah. And that's like everyone, everyone has their own like perfect thermostat. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Because like I, I am excited to be further along in my transition because I would like to wear earrings and some more like feminine accents to things. Yeah. Something just like a little bit more like queer. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, if I go too queer right now, it feels like I would be misgendered, uh-huh. possibly. So I feel like I have to dress a little bit more masculine or sh- straightish than I yeah. want to, or a little bit more like sporty or whatever. Almost yeah. to like help other people out. Yeah, yeah, and just to feel like I don't have to worry about it. Like certain yeah. like cuts of clothing and stuff like that. Like I have these dickies that I bought that I'm gonna have to like return because they. I I mean I look snatched as hell on them, but it's like. I don't need that. I already have a waist. I don't need help with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah. 2023 is the year of the snatched. Yeah. yeah. Snatched. My niece, my three-year-old niece fully thinks I'm a girl. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. She watches a YouTube video of a woman who's not even Asian, just a woman <laughs> yeah. playing the piano. And she goes, Uncle Jared. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other day, she, I, I'm, I'm in the flesh with her. And she goes, because you play the piano. <laughs> and I'm like, she really thinks I'm visiting her in this YouTube video. From the video. Yeah, and I'm the woman in the video. That's so funny. Um, and then the other day she was putting a, a pin in my hair, a clip in my hair, which I guess is sort of like, you know, young, young yeah. kids. Um, but she was like, she was, she just, she heard me <laughs> about putting a thing, a pin in my hair. And I was like, this is so funny. That's so funny. This it's is so, so funny. It's so cute to see how like. Like little kids like that, like their understanding of gender is so based in like yeah. in the trueness of gender being like a presentational thing. It's yes. not tied to anything else. It's like yeah. yeah so like if I decide today I'm putting a clip in your hair that you're a girl, like that's a girl. Like, then you're a you girl. I mean? yeah. yeah. It's yeah, yeah. It's so funny. It's Cute. so funny. She has a she has a Mulan doll, and she goes, "This kind of looks like Uncle Jared." <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, game. that's awesome. Um, um, I want a baby. In in 13 years, as you said. Yeah, or like yeah. Eight. Um, <laughs> or like eight. Um, all right, should we do our last question? Yes. All right. Final so, question. Oh, no, you go. Go ahead. Okay. Our final question is: What's a boys' club that you wish to see in the world? <laughs> a boys' club that I wish to see in the world is speaking of thermostats. Is a boys' club where um, we're all uh, we get to be in charge of like the ambiance of an establishment. Like if the music ah. is too loud, we just 
guilt-free we get to lower the music a little bit yeah if they if it's cold out and they're blasting the heat it's like guys remember room temperature yeah like i get it it's cold but like let's it's now it's so hot in yeah homeostasis is fine yes um so i wish I, I wish there was a boys club that i could be a part of where um everyone just kind of knows and understands and yeah. maybe even likes that like we're in charge of the ambiance and we're not going to stray people. We're not going to like, we're not going to lead anyone astray. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So, me, for me, it's always music. It's, I, I'm like your grandpa about it. I yeah, like it's, it's always, just always too loud. loud. It's too like, loud. it doesn't need to be this loud. I know. Oh, my friends in college. Used and to so like, it's like such an easy fix, but like you'd, yeah. you would be, you would be, you would be insane. If, yeah. Let's say we're all at this like hot, sexy little party. Yeah. Everything's incredible, but the music, is so loud. loud. Literally, everyone's going. The music is so loud. Yeah. If I stood up on a chair and was like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey," can we all agree that the music <laughs> is a little too loud? Can we just tell it down? Yeah. I, I would be spoken about for years, years to come. It would be. I would be exiled. It yeah. Be. But so there, there needs to be like a little pin or something. Yeah. And it goes okay. This is someone who the is music, who, the music, yes, who yeah. just knows the music a little bit too loud. Actually, maybe turn it up a little bit. Yeah. Or just kind of just senses the vibe. You know, if I'm catching there's overhead lighting and I see a lamp, Let's go I'm just, we're going to put the lamp on. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I just I want to be like an aesthetic vibe um, yeah. sort of uh, just curator. Yeah. Yeah. Trusted, respected. Yeah. yeah. My friends in college used to blast the music in the car when we would drive around and I'm like, I hated it. It's oh, like the like shaking bass. I, I hate that. I, like, I think yeah. I like, it gives you like heart palpitations. Okay, like it in certain occasions. One would be a car where you're not talking to anyone and you're kind of zoning out like Sydney Sweeney in Euphoria where she's like has her foot if out the window. If it's just me and I want to blast the music and the same, that's great. But if it's like oh, yeah. we're all together, there's I'm like, people. Oh, no, it's, too, it's always Yeah, there's a group. Loud. You know, there's like a group. You got to kind of like mind the group. Yeah. yeah. And if I'm in a fitness class, I want my ears That being to said, I have opened hardware legs in a car <laughs> with many people. <laughs> oh, my God. Like many times. So I probably, if this boys club existed, I probably would not um, like test in. I would probably like fail <laughs> yeah, and not make the, it and make the cut. The check, but I would, the but then check. I would trust those who were, you know. Who, who graduated. Yeah. Okay, so I teach group fitness classes, and when a client says, can you tur- change XYZ? I'm like, there are 27 people in this room, and you think that you get to control it for everybody? And part of yeah, me is like, I respect that literally, girl. Literally, yeah. <laughs> <Part of laughs> that's, me exactly, like, that's exactly, you understand me perfectly. It's like, how <laughs> dare you? That's, yeah. I don't think I have the call for that. I know, I, ne- I never have, yeah, the gumption to say it. I think that I'm just like, nobody perceived me. Mm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, if it's loud, I'm cool but with I it. Want. And if it's cold, I'm cool yeah. with it. I'll, I'll fix it. And me. yet you behave this way. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Nobody perceived me. No one perceived me on this podcast. You're, very You're literally holding a microphone. No. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. see me, think about me. It's so crazy to have a podcast. Anytime someone says he's got a podcast, I'm like, don't say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say it yeah. Not like that. Every time we talk about it at our show, I'm like, we shouldn't tell people. <laughs> well, we want people to listen, but don't tell anybody. Wait, I want to say It needs to be the top to secret you. podcast that everybody knows God listens to. <laughs> Everyone's clamoring to Nobody's get in. Nobody's talking about it. Everybody's listening. I yeah. meant to say to you, like, it's I don't know how to express that I am so proud of this podcast and I love doing this podcast with you, but I hate telling people the words. I almost just want to say, I have a podcast co-host. Yeah. And then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then you do the mental. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hot figure. It I know. It really, yeah. Oh, my God. It is so embarrassing to say you have a podcast, but I, I, I do love it. It's so fun to do. <laughs> because we get to just talk to people that we this love is the best to talk part. We to. love just like yeah. It's so fun. And you get to talk to your friends in a way that you maybe wouldn't talk 
because right. it's yeah, it's a little like, formal. The three of us have yeah. never spent two hours together before, no. and it was lovely. And yeah. we never will again. No, I know. <laughs> I feel intimately connected to you until I die. But yes, we, but and yeah. we're gonna yeah. we're gonna go to a gym together. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'll teach you how to use the squat rack if you want. Okay. You, you make me nervous you because of your two shoulder. Hours, you can eat hey, for an hour. you stop it. I do. Wait, I'm not kidding. I think of you every single time I do shoulder presses, and you because you told me to do shoulder presses. So yeah, I just think that if I keep saying that bottoming, that no one wants to bottom, I will like create a community of people that don't want to bottom. You're like Kim Kardashian. No one wants to bottom anymore. (laughs) Get off your ass and use your ass. Fucking eat eat steak frites. Go get some fucking French fries. (laughs) Fuck bottoming. I think, to be clear to the boys at home, I think that we should all have the option of bottoming quarterly or once a month if you're in love. And that's it. All right. Yeah. But it needs to be mutual love. Mutual. And there needs to, he should buy you a house. And that's it. (laughs) That's how I feel. Only bottom for a house. Okay. Only bottom. Only bottom for a house. Only bottom <laughs> for a mortgage. Sure. Nothing less. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um. All right, Jerry. Before we wrap up, do you want to plug your socials or anything? Not really. All right. Well, well if you if find if you want if you if you want to find me, I'm out there. He's out there, Jerry Goldstein. You can find him. Yeah. Figure um, it out. All right. We'll get out of here and let's move on. Three. <laughs> One, two, three. Hey, boys. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda. That's C O N O R. Panda with a J. You can find me at Nico Carney, N I C O Carney, C A R N E Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at Club Coming, last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out, come part, be part of the club. Okay, see you soon, boys. XOXO. Bye.